The following is a presentation of the Speed Sport Podcast Network. This is the premier podcast for late model dirt track racing. This is Forward Bite. From the Crosley Studios in Race City, USA, here's your host, Kyle Armstrong. Welcome back to another edition of the Forward Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong, here with Adam Logan in the Speed Sport Studios, presented by Crosley Radio. This week, we're going to have Will Harrington on the podcast to talk about his big win this weekend down at Magnolia, Mississippi. But before that, uh, you know, we didn't get we didn't do one last week, man. It was a long ride back from Eldora. You had a hangover <laughs> from Eldora. Yeah, I did, man. It was a uh, it was a long, strange trip. <laughs> literally like the like grateful dead it was uh it was it just the whole weekend was screwed up with weather and weather delays and and then yeah it was it, it was weird i was sleep schedule it's probably is really i'm still not back on the same i'm not right yet i wasn't there but my sleep schedule got screwed up because yeah. i was watching it on 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 the internet and stuff and you know just staying up late trying to catch all them when you know getting a whole show in in one day so I totally understand, and you probably had more extracurricular activities going on than than I did at the at the house. But but yeah, that was um, it was a very interesting million and and dream weekend. But they did the best they could, and they got they got the million in, which was a heck of a race. So it's a heck of a race. It got over pretty late in the morning there. <clears throat> I didn't really. Didn't even really realize what time it was. I was going to watch it regardless. I was there, but golly, the people that were at home trying to stay up and watch it and had to go to work the next day, man, that that had to be rough. That was a rough, that was a rough uh, Friday. But me, like I said, I never had a, I didn't ever look at the clock. I never knew what time it was until I started seeing the sun come up. You were on Eldora time. (laughs) Jonathan Davenport won that million that night. Of course, you know, that's old news now, but man, we ran into him in the pits afterwards and, um, I really didn't plan this, but somehow we wound up celebrating with him until the until the wee hours of the morning. And uh, I won't go into all the details of all that, but it was it was a good night. We had a lot of fun, and uh, we had a lot of laughs and and a lot of cutting up and everything. So it was it was a it was a really neat deal to get to be there, for sure. Did I call it? You called it. I'm I thinking. did. I told you JD was going to win it. Who'd you have? I don't know. I wrote it down somewhere, but I don't have it in front of me. I think I picked Moran. I stuck with that's Moran. right. You stuck with Moran. I went JD. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think you said for the for the dream, which is still pending. It's I can't still pending. Who you said. Did I say Dale? Chris Matt. Yeah, probably. But Chris Madden's leading that. He's leading that. Fourteen laps in, and then I've and I've thought too, like Chris Madden's leading one hundred twenty eight thousand to win race, and it uh, <laughs> it rains, and the track's just perfect to his liking. You know, he could have just. Continued to click the laps off and won that thing had it not rained. And now he's got to go to bed with that on his mind for the next 80 or 90 days or whatever yep. until they go back to make it up in September. So, man, my heart goes out to Chris Madden a little bit there because he's that place has eluded him for so long on winning, on winning one of those crown jewels. He, and here he almost is got it. the million. He almost did. He almost got it. He should. He could have threw an elbow be in. Armchair on. quarterback. But my God, that restart with two to go. He's awfully nice. I would have had. He the, was nicer than I would have been. I'd have had the chicken wing him there. A oh, I would have slid all the way. I would have went straight to the wall and made him, made him make a decision because he he had a hell of a restart. He slid him. Well, was gonna slide him, but left him room, and JD was able to you know 
pull the high side coming off too and go it's like you said these armchairs we're just armchair, we're just armchairs that's all we are <clears throat> they made they made uh jonathan davin we'd probably have to do this podcast for the next uh like ten thousand years to ever make as much as jonathan davenport made in that one night <laughs> yeah yeah he was <laughs> i um, mean that was it was it's pretty cool for the sport for we'll be, them to to put up that kind of money um you know again i know they did it back in what was it 2001 but that was that was a pretty uh, pretty special night for the for our industry of putting up that big money. And, oh yeah, and and like you said, with the weekend being rain, and you know they had to do that whole you know Wednesday and Thursday night and program in one day, like that was that hats off the track to even you know to have a great race like that. And, you know it wasn't didn't lock down rubber up in one lane. I mean there was. I mean, they were racing with two to go, you know, slide jobs and stuff like that. So hats off to the to the Eldora crew up there for doing everything they could to get that weekend in and having a really good race weekend. It was a fantastic race and I'm I'm glad I went really I mean we uh it's kinda expensive to go up there with these gas prices and stuff, but I don't regret it a bit because when you go to these races and you're sitting up there watching it, you can watch what you want to watch and you actually can you use your peripheral vision oh, yeah. and watch the whole track. And I'm keeping an eye on, uh, and I've got, I'm listening on the headphones too, listening to the announcers announce it. And they're talking about Dale McDowell coming to the front and they're not even, they hadn't even called on the Chris Madden is also yeah. coming to the front. And like you said, he almost won the thing. So I'm watching Madden, I'm watching McDowell and I'm also watching Shepard who just went a lap down racing hard just to try to get mm -hmm. right behind JD trying to get his lap back and eventually passed him and yep. didn't get his lap back and then got lapped didn't again. Didn't get lapped again. So. But <clears throat> I've never seen anything like that in my life, a race like that to where, I mean, if Shepard could have got got a caution there after he got his lap back, it could have been a game changer. It's a whole new ball game, but that was – I was pretty wild. It's there it was point. almost. It was like I was as I was watching. I was like, I think JD kind of got in cruise mode. Like he he passed him, and then I think Shepard said, "I well, I ain't got nothing to lose." And I know that team is not. They're they're the type of team that if they they're going to run all the laps. They're they're not going to pull in. They they they're not going to do that. So I think he just threw all caution to the wind, and I think it kind of ended up maybe hurting him. Because he did end up getting uh, put a lap down. Because I think he might have used up his equipment to try and get back around JD, who was kind of in cruise mode. But that you don't you you hardly ever see that when someone gets lapped at a big race like this that they get their lap back um, like that. Because you know most of the time when they're in the back like that, they're just, they just they miss the setup a little bit. <clears throat> like we said too on this thing, maybe the last episode we had, we talked about it. There ain't no lucky dogs. There ain't none of no. that fake stuff, you know. And it's. He was racing hard to try to get his lap back like he did. But what's what's what was crazy about that, watching Shepard do that, was he was following Jonathan around there lap after lap. And he, and as Jonathan Davenport's lapping cars, he's picking up positions yeah. too. And I'm just like, man, this is this is crazy. Yep. We did that one time. I remember we uh we raced Magnolia. And it was a big race at the end of the year, and we took a we took a smaller motor. We took our spec motor. And, it, you know, all the Billy Moyers and all them guys come in with their super motors. But our, we had raced there all through the year, and that package just fit us. We won a couple times. The first night, we were out to lunch. The track was heavy around the, around the wall, and we, we uh, missed a transfer by one position. So the next <coughs> night, on Saturday night, we had to race the B-Main. We get in through the B-Main because the track kind of slowed down a little bit. So we had to start, like, tail, you know, 20th, 18th, something like that. We got lapped early. 
Now, we weren't able to do what Shepard did and get back around the leader, but when Billy Moyer passed us, we kind of hopped in line with him. And as he'd lap a car, we'd lap a car. He'd lap a car, and, you know, we, right. we would stay yeah. right up behind That's him. That's what I'm saying that Shepard was doing. We ended up fourth in this race. He lapped all the way up to fifth. And it's just like, God dang, like the track finally came to us, you know, the, the our setup, motor combination all clicked, but it was just a little bit too late. You know, we weren't able to capitalize on it, but like just that, I kind of go back to that. Like Shepard was able to do something a lot of people can't do in that situation. You know, they always try and race a little bit harder when you get lapped, but you're always, there's a reason why you get lapped. But there was 40 or 50 laps where he was yeah. right there with it. It was mm -hmm. just incredible. And uh, yeah, I, I man, I'll never forget that whole week right there getting to go up there and like i said it was hampered with weather i mean it was like i mean we'd get we'd race for a little while then there'd be a 30 minute rain delay we'd go out to our camper and by the time we'd get out there and sit down for a second they'd be running again because it'd be a short rain delay and then eventually the uh the final nail in the coffin happened you know yep. there on saturday night whenever it i mean it just downpoured and there was no chance yeah i just wonder if they maybe could have got it in on sunday but it is what it is they'll Come back and re-rack them in uh, September, yep. and uh, we'll see what laps. happens. 86 80, laps to go. Laps go. So that'll be interesting. I mean, we're going anyway, so yep. I, it is what it is. Yep. I, I just I sort of hate that we went up there and didn't <laughs> get a conclusion on the weekend like that. But Where'd you go this week? Did you go anywhere this week? I didn't week? go to any races this past weekend. I went and uh, saw a concert Saturday night in Simpsonville, South Carolina, Cody Johnson, and that dude is good. He put on a really good show. We uh, went down there and enjoyed that. That was a good change of pace. But I went up to Friendship <clears throat> on Saturday. Did you get any dust in your eyes over there? No, I was in the infield. There you go. I was in the infield. Um, went up there. They had Clash was up there. Had twin 30s or something like that, twin 20s. I don't know. Two two races for the and supers. Congratulations to Matt Long, by Matt the way, Long, picking up his first career super late model win with a five twenty five. Didn't he have a super? That's motor awesome. Race. He finished first and third, I think. He was running second in the second one. You know, he was coming. I thought he was going to win. Like you said, being when you're at the races, you can kind of watch you know different you know aspects of the race. And his car was good that week. Um, Benji Hicks won. They had a fifteen hundred to win crate race. Benji Hicks won that one. Um, that was a wild race. Whew, that was caution fest, but he, he come out on top and his new double nickel chassis. Your buddy Benji. Oh, my buddy Benji. He was, <coughs> his, 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 his cool was finally, um, they banned me from coming to watch him race because he had won a couple races at the beginning of the year and then I show up at Charlotte for that big race they had a month ago. Colossal. The Colossal. And he, uh, he put it in the fence on lap one and didn't get to, didn't get to show what his, new chassis and everything could do and his dad told me he said well that's the first race you've been to all year and we stuff in the fence you're not allowed to come back <laughs> so first thing he did when he he pulled in victory lane and went down to tony i said am i allowed to come back now he said yes you can come back now so that was pretty cool um madden picked up i was going to say one more thing on friendship while we're on that congratulations and a shout out to adam yarborough yes he picked North up Carolina, the, picking up that other yes twin race he picked up the second twin race um <coughs> it, was, it was like i said it was pretty good racing i mean like i said he i think he started second or, or third in that in that second race but he was able to get to the lead and um matt long was was chasing him for the longest time but just could never get around him so it was, it was good racing at friendship nice nice night yeah, well, and our buddy and our buddy Kyle Pierce, who works at SRI, was finished third in the crate race. Congrats to him. Yeah, while I while I just 
just now I was thinking while you were talking, when I mentioned Simpsonville there, I want to give a shout out to uh, Joey Gar and Jason Curd and Jason's son. When we went to Eldora uh, Wednesday night, they he had told me months ago they were staying in Salina. So after it rained the race out on Wednesday, me and my buddy were going to, me and my buddy Ken, we were going up there to eat it in Salinas. So I called them, reached out to them, and uh, they're big fans of the podcast too, so I know they're going to hear this. But we went and ate dinner with them and uh, had a pretty good time there eating dinner with them. We went back to their Airbnb that they had rented and checked that out. Beautiful place that they had there. And uh, it was a four, it was like a duplex, but it was a fourplex, I guess. And all four of these things was filled up with racing people. Awesome. I thought so, that was a good time. <laughs> it was pretty that cool. Night. Yes. And uh, we went over there for, for a little bit and hung out and uh, then went back to the track. But that was, uh, but yeah, shout out to them guys. That was cool. Appreciate y'all uh, letting us hang out with there with you a little bit that night. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And that was that night. There was bad weather down at the racetrack, too. There was tornadoes 20 miles south of the track that tore roofs off of sh- uh, far- barns and stuff at farms. And we actually saw that when we left. Then going home Sunday, like Phillipsburg, Ohio. I got you. Which is about 20, I think, right before you get to Greenville or something. <clears throat> but we're so lucky that that storm didn't come through at the oh, racetrack. Yeah. Oh, that would have yeah, just been that would, detrimental. That would have been bad. But in, either way, we were up, we were north of the track eating dinner that night. And then it's pretty cool, you know, walk, walking around that place and everything. I've seen more people up there that, that know me or that I know than if I went to Carolina Speedway in my backyard on a Friday night. That's pretty cool. And yeah. it's pretty amazing. It's it, that place always. I mean, the the people the people that show up. Yeah. Is you never know who you're going to run into there. And this year they brought the wall back. The wall yeah, of doors. Yeah, the wall of doors. I I didn't. I was wanting to talk to that guy that brings that mo, and uh, they had it set up in that room in the in the barn there at the track, and I just didn't get a chance to speak to him. He was busy talking to. Us. Some other people, man, he'd probably be cool to get on the podcast too at some point and ask him about that thing because he's that was he's a, got a lot of doors right there. That was always like a cool staple. that they brought it. Yeah, right. that was a, that was always a staple when you go to Eldor. Look out in the campground, there's just a wall of doors. That right was the there. first time in like ten years. So. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Man, there's so many things on my mind right now. I forget all this going. We don't <laughs> want to take up too much everybody's time listening to this, but it was. Uh, that was a good trip. Uh, and it, it, so, I mean, just, just following, because we ain't done this in a couple of weeks, like, what, two, three days later, they had some other big races out in Kansas, and uh, J.D. Oh, yeah. picks up another one. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, Coconut. Coconut, Clinton. big dummy. Ran the up. big track the first night, the small track the second night. Everybody knows the reason why. Yep. Uh, so that was – but it was good to see – two georgia drivers way yep. out in kansas pick way up out in kansas, pick up some wins pick up some wins and lucas uh tour got back to, uh in swing this, this past weekend up at Smoky, and uh chris madden picked him up a, a big win out there so yeah Jim, summer's summer's kicking in friday yeah. night looked like a good race saturday i didn't i haven't seen saturday's highlights or anything yet like i said i was at that concert saturday but uh just, well, from what I saw, Madden led every lap, so I assume it just probably wasn't that. Which one? On the 50,000 to win race on Saturday. Madden won it. I know, but I'm saying he led every lap, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, I'm he, saying just from that, it probably wasn't that exciting, I'm guessing. But Last lap, he kind of stuffed it in the fence. Did he? Yeah. I, he like he said, arced I, it and sparked it. I saw a bit of it, but. Uh, that, Carson then, Ferguson, I watched the highlights for Friday night. Man, he put on a show. He did. That kid. He's going to be the next. Uh, he's he's definitely coming into his own. And we had him on here a few few episodes ago, and I'm, I'm he's he's there. I mean he he's got he's he really showed sp- me something at Eldora too. Heck, he won it 
speaking of him now that we're on that, he won his heat race on Saturday for the Dream and started outside pole beside Hudson O'Neill, which Hudson O'Neill started on the pole of the Million and the Dream. Like, how do you do that? Yes. That's what are the odds of that? That's how that but, place is sometimes. But uh, yeah, yeah, he, he shout ran, out to Carson. Yeah, he ran really good up at Smoky. Yeah, he, like I said, he's gonna be. He's he's definitely a threat now. He's definitely a threat. Everybody better pay attention. Put mm-hmm. some money on that on that guy. Yep. Then, I don't know uh, where they're going next. But I don't know. We got what this Lernerville Firecracker One Hundred yep. this weekend. Firecrackers this weekend. That's always that always puts on a great race. Summer Nationals has kicked off. Yep. Summer Nationals been pretty pretty. A little bit of parody in the late models. A lot of different winners. A lot of different winners. They, you know, Bobby Pierce has been strong. Chris but Simpson got a Simpson win. Simpson got one two night. of them. Two wins. He's night. got two wins. Shirley won. Yep, last night. So, I mean, it's. Uh, and one thing that's still consistent is Nick Hoffman. Is wearing them out in the modifiers. Yeah. Our buddy Nick is uh, just going mean, to. He's broken the record now for all time wins. And uh, we'll see what happens there. They're going to keep, they're gonna keep clicking gonna them off. Down. They're going to keep clicking them off. For yeah. sure. So. A lot of racing coming up. If you can go to your local racetrack or one of these big races or whatever you can do, go support it. For sure. Buy for your sure. favorite driver's t-shirt. We got favorite Will, podcast t-shirt. Favorite podcast t-shirt. Your favorite podcast hat. We got a few left, and uh, we'd appreciate that. I'd like to thank Andy's Toe and also for coming back on board as the hotline sponsorship. Uh, definitely appreciate that. That goes a long way. Superior Pools of South Carolina for for uh, for all their help and. Uh, Everybody that supports this thing by listening, man, we uh, we couldn't do it without y'all for sure. So, uh, so yeah, stay tuned here. Coming back, coming up after the break, uh, we're going to go down to Hawkinsville, Georgia, and talk to Will Harrington about his win this weekend at Magnolia. Yes, and, sir. Uh, he's going to tell us all about that. So, stay tuned right here on the Forward Bike Podcast. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. All right, welcome back to another edition of the Forward Bike Podcast. We've got Will Harrington on the line, on Andy's Towing Hotline tonight. Will just came off a couple of big wins this weekend at Magnolia Motor Speedway, totaling $17,000, probably his biggest win of his career, if I would uh, have to guess. But uh, but he can tell us that if that's not the, if that's not the case. So uh, welcome to the podcast tonight, Will Harrington. It's an uh, honor to have you on here. I appreciate you all having me. But yes, that... Uh... That was by far the biggest win in my career. I'd uh, never won a super race, and uh, I've always had pretty good luck at Magnolia. I think we were we've been there five times. I think we won three in Crate. And uh, I was like, well, we got a pretty good track record over there. Maybe we should go try them out. Worked out for us. Uh, I don't know what it is about that place that suits me, but uh, seems always work out pretty good for us. Yeah, that's what I was. I was asking Kyle. I said won this weekend I, I didn't know those were your first ever super wins yes that was the first i've won in just about every class but super and super's been kicking my butt and i've been trying to figure out like this me or what we've had going on here uh, and well, we turned it around this weekend finally what what do you think uh helped turn you around in that deal 
I don't know. I kind of like got back in a car that I'm really familiar with. That I won a lot of crate races with that we've turned into a supercar now. And uh, I really don't know. I guess everything lined up for us. We made a, a few small changes to it. That was something we kind of tried that we never really tried on it. And it just seemed to it seemed to be good from the time we unloaded. We really didn't have to work on much all weekend. Just kind of just kind of a little fine tuning and. Uh, had some luck on our side, which we ain't had a heart, uh, a lot of this year, but uh, it, it was nice. <laughs> well, Will, one thing I've uh, I really appreciate or enjoy seeing you do is you is you're not scared to go out there and run some big races out of your comfort zone all across the country. I know I saw you at Fairbury last year and uh, and at Eldora here just recently a couple of weeks ago. So I have to think that that going and running those big races with all. You know, the best of the best being on hand there that has to help help you out too whenever you go back to your region. Yeah, I think Eldora, me and Mike Knuckles were actually talking Sunday we were on the way home and he that's what me and him were talking about. He's like, you know, I think Eldora helps you a lot. You know, just being that caliber of guys and having to, you know, learn how to kinda of learn drive different and uh yeah, I got I run the cushion all weekend at or all week at Eldora. I tore a lot of deck panels out but I feel like I got a lot better at running the cushion and Friday night at Magnolia, it was right against the wall and on the gas. And I uh, felt like I was the speed I learned how to drive at Eldora going somewhere like Magnolia and being slowed down. It wasn't as difficult to run the wall. And like, I, I think, uh, I think you're right. You know, getting out and running some bigger shows and coming back to some regional stuff, it kind of, it kind of helps out a lot. You, this year you've been in several guys's equipment like you won you won this weekend in your own equipment correct you were in your car but i see you've been driving for a team out of alabama yes i, I drive for colton miller and uh, jcm motorsports out of birmingham alabama uh i saw i drove his car uh probably it's probably been five to ten events i think this year uh running it outdoor but we had tore it up pretty good like i said with the body and stuff so I really didn't have a whole lot of time to turn it around to go to Magnolia, but so uh, I I've had some sponsors at the beginning of the year before I started driving for him that helped me out on getting my stuff ready, get my motor and all freshened. So I've been trying to run my stuff a little bit because I didn't really seem like it was fair to for them to help me out and then it just sit there. So uh, we got some races planned where we run both cars and try to make everybody you know happy. But yeah, we uh, I, if it's got something to do with racing. Any class, I don't mind driving. I like to, I like to race, and I feel like the more you race, and you kind of stay fresh that way. Yeah, Will, I was looking at your uh, website today after we decided to, after we kind of lined you up to do this podcast, and your and your schedule didn't even have that race at Magnolia listed on there. So I don't, I don't know how last minute that was, but uh, it sounds like if it was a last minute <laughs> deal, it worked out pretty good, paid off. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, you kind of talked about it on the way home from Eldora, and uh, really wasn't. So we just kind of like, yeah, we might go, whatever. And then about Tuesday, I was like, man, I don't really know if we're going or not. I got to put a body on this thing, and I think you got to get tires and stuff. And holy, uh, I guess about Wednesday, Brian had he sent me a picture. He had the wrap printed, and I was like, well, I guess we're going. I better get <laughs> start busting my butt to get going here. So uh, yeah, I got it all lined up, and we kind of had to kind of didn't feel like I was really prepared as I needed to be, but for the first day i was got everything kind of lined up we got there later than i wanted to and 
they got some rain. I said, well, that might help us, you know, not being a, kind of being behind a little bit. But it uh, their start times normally a little later over there, so it all it all worked out in our favor all week. Do you now? So going back to that, I mean, does it help? Does it hurt bouncing between like your own equipment and then the uh, the team at Alabama that you drive for? Like, does, does you feel like does that help you hurt you or? Or what? What's your thoughts on that? I don't think uh, I don't think it hurts me too bad. It's they're both all we got. I got two Rocket XR ones, and he's got one. So, and we run basically the same shocks on all of them. Only thing different is um, he runs a he has RY45s, and I have Chevy motors. So that's not really the only thing different. I don't think there's a whole lot of difference other than uh, just the motor situation. I don't know if it's hurting me. Uh, like I said, we made some changes to my car that I think we can do to his that it can probably speed his car up a lot too. We like we had pretty good speed at Eldor the whole time we made both the prelims. We didn't make either the big shows, but I feel like if we was around here running some shows kind of like that, you know, we might we might could have pulled it off in his car too. And it's uh, we really only run a lot of big races in his car. Like we run. XR events at Alltech and XR events at Charlotte, Bristol, and we run one local show, or I say a local show, like a regional show at Sonoma, which we tried some stuff that night and it didn't work at all. So, uh, and then we went to Eldora with it. So, everything we've been with his car has been pretty big races. It's got 40 or 50 good cars at it. So, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think we're okay there. We just got to kind of keep working at it you know then you go to them big shows them guys are they're there for one reason that's you know like that's like everybody else they're wanting to win but you know they all do it for a living so it makes it makes it a little harder do you um you got more planned with that team for the rest of the year or is it kind of gonna be back and forth between your stuff and and their stuff yeah uh, he actually called me earlier today and uh we got to kind of get a game plan of the rest of what else we got you know got to kind of sit down together and figure out where we're gonna go uh, what races, I guess. And then, uh, like, I'll, I'm going to try to run some more stuff in my car. I don't know. Like, we kind of got to figure out where we're going to go with each one. I want to go back to Fairbury, and I want to uh, maybe hit the, hit, hit Cedar Lake up that following week. And then uh, they got the Southern Nationals starting up. We got, I think, Needmore, Screvin, and Swainsboro right all around my area here. So, uh well, I'm sh- we'll we'll be in something with all that that stuff. It sounds like you're just gonna race. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he, he might be like a little Kyle Larson. Wherever there's a race going on, he's gonna be there. Whether well, we're co- gonna race with something, the street stock, it don't matter. If we can find one, they paying some money. We're gonna do it. That's what I like. I like to hear that. You you talk about street stocks there. I kind of want to go all the way back to the beginning. I know you've won a lot of races over your career. You've been doing this for for uh for over 10 years now really and and like you said before you know before we really even got started good you've won and everything you've uh set in so uh take us back to some of those early days and how you got your start there at cochran yeah uh well my dad he raced for he he raced for 20 years or so with just him driving and then uh i started in 09 and like uh i guess you call it like a factory stock now i was uh I was 12, and then I run that for a year, and then he bought me a late model, and I, 
that was probably the dumbest idea he's ever had in his life. <laughs> I tore up all kind of shit that year. <laughs> Hope y'all don't mind me saying that, but uh, I tore up a lot of stuff. And then it's just kind of been late model on out from trade to limited. And then uh, I think 2020, uh, Mr. David Poole, I drive a double zero car for some. He, uh, he bought a super motor and gave me a chance to kind of get my feet wet with it and uh, just kind of been back and forth between that and crate here lately. Uh, this year I've been kind of trying to stay more super than anything. Just I felt like last year I went back and forth and uh, kind of didn't go anywhere. Like felt like I was kind of hurting myself going back and forth with the between the two. And so this year I'm trying to focus more on just running super stuff unless there's a big race, big crate show like around here. I think we would go to All Tech for there at Powell at twenty six thousand or whatever they normally have. I'm trying my best to stay out of the crate stuff if I can. Why do you say that? Because I know you've definitely dominated the crate late model racing. What do you, what kind of steers you out of it? Because I'm just curious. I don't know. Like uh, like last year when I'd done it, I'd run like a super race. I'd run like a week or two in super, and then there'd be a big crate race, and I'd go run it. And I, My crate stuff, my program stayed pretty good, but I don't know if like a lot of it I wasn't learning – like how to it was hurting me go maybe the speed stuff was hurting me a lot like just going back and forth like uh and then the motor revving stuff was some of it and i don't know we were so good with crate stuff we were trying to we was scared to get away from what we knew was good with it we were kind of hindering ourselves with the supercar too so just trying to focus more on the big motor stuff and i think it's, it seemed to help here Lately, like, like I said, we've had pretty good speed over the past month. We just kind of had some bad luck and stuff like that, too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. And I think you're on the path to success, especially getting that first win out of the way this past weekend. I, I really do for sure feel like that's probably the right call. I mean, because you got you'll have a shot to win some more of these races coming up, you know, super late model races because I mean, it's really getting ready to get busy and. They'd be racing all over the place. You're liable to go win a race and uh, somewhere down there, and it's five thousand to win, and it ain't really highly televised, but that's five thousand. So, and I don't, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but I'm just saying that like it's there's getting ready to be a lot of races coming up in your backyard down that way, and it's a good shot for uh, for making some money. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, like I said, Ray's coming, getting ready to fire his deal up, and that'll be three or four nights right here at the house we don't have to go you know more than two two and a half hours so that'd be sweet and but yeah we uh, we definitely try to hit some of these bigger shows too and be nice if we can just somehow pull one of them off you know like it's hard to deal with madden right now he's got his stuff figured out but you know like davenport's been good too as always that you know there's a lot of them guys that are gonna be up front every time and just Maybe we can keep working at it. We can get up there with them. You just have to look at where Davenport's not going to be or, <laughs> or <man. laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, no kidding. You know, I, you know, I'm trying to pick some of these races. Like, I'm not saying it's easier because none of these, you can't go to an easy super race anymore. Everybody's good. No, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> you know, everybody. I mean, that's any, that's any class though. Like, you get to looking at it, you can't. You're not going to go find an easy race in any from super all the way down to factory stock. I, like. Two years ago, I run the street stock nationals at Why Not, and I run factory stock, and them guys don't play around either. Like they got their stuff together, they know they know how to do it. And it's, you know, it's it's 
it's tough. Any part of the race is tough. But you you got one of the best crew chiefs in the in the business right now, don't you? <laughs> yeah, we uh, me and him's been we've been uh, we've been together about I think 2019. You know, we have our ups and downs, have our days, but we had a smooth weekend this weekend. We didn't. He done a uh, minimum bitching. Him and Dad both done minimum <laughs> bitching this weekend. So other than when I uh, I did knock the deck out of it after the checkered uh, Saturday night. I don't know if y'all seen that or not, but uh, uh, I was gonna be funny if I took the checkered. I was gonna go down. My dad was standing in the top of turn one. I was gonna go down there and just like try to throw some shit on him. Well, I I don't know what I was thinking. I just missed it and slapped the wall, knocked the spoiler, everything out of it after the checkered flag. So now I got to put the deck back in it this week, and yeah, know, that, that needs awesome. to be you to that needs to be yours to fix there. Don't yeah, don't just, don't scratch his wrap up now. Brian, well, get mad. You scratch I'd his wrap up. Yeah, he's gonna get out of my quota pretty pretty quick. So. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so we're talking about Brian Green there for the folks at home listening to this. I mean, Brian has been he's your graphics man, your crew chief, your tire guy, your stick signal guy, and. I don't know. Your what PR else. guy on, on the social media. Keeps the cooler full. He he does yeah. it all. He's definitely yeah, he's, a, he's he's definitely a character, ain't he? Oh, he's something else for sure. You <laughs> get him and my dad together, and it's a it's a show most time. Most folks don't really realize my he don't most folks don't realize my dad is a he's a big part of this operation too. Like during the week it's just me and him at the shop and then Brian's in Jacksonville working. So it's me and him trying to get this stuff ready. And then we get the races, or Ryan will be here by Thursday or Friday if we're going to race, going what they were leaving. So, yeah, it's uh, well, the three amigos. We make a pretty good team sometimes. <laughs> the three amigos. I like that. <laughs> three amigos racing. Give us a good, yeah. give us a good family-friendly Brian Green road story. <laughs> I don't know if I just want a family-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll come up. Well, I don't know. We do have a bleep, we do have a bleep button, I think, don't we? He's he's hilarious though on uh, Snapchat. See, I've known him. I've probably known him longer than you have, and uh, we used to race online and stuff together probably fifteen years ago, and uh, and that's kind of how I met him. That's probably how I knew you too, really. And uh, yep, we uh, he he was actually talking Thursday night. We were in here eating some. I don't even remember what we were eating Thursday night for. It was late. We got home. We were in there doing something in the kitchen and he got talking about dirt lake model heat or super lake model yeah. heat, whatever uh-huh. it was y'all used to play and he said man i he had a thumb drive or something he said he plugged in <laughs> and he said it was all the files and stuff from back then of cars and tracks and graphics and stuff like that that he still had i said man throw that this way you're not ever going to use it again he's like oh, i'm gonna keep it you know a lot of memories of that that's what i understand yeah, there he is <laughs> There's a lot, and I've got, and that's funny. I got the, I got a burned copy of a CD of NASCAR Heat, and I got the real CD of it, and I got a CD with all the files on it and the thumb drive. And I, I don't even know how to open some of those files anymore. It might not even, but, but he's right. I'm not going to ever throw mine away either. Yeah. But yeah, yeah he's, he's got, he's got some stories for sure. <laughs> he's definitely a good time for sure. Hundred percent. That's what. Uh, I we were one the other night. We were getting our tire samples or whatever, and old dude's like, "You want to water anything?" We're like, "No." You got any beer over here? And he's like, "No, I ain't got no beer." Well, Brian's like, "Well, I'm finna get heavy in that cooler when I get back. Don't worry about that." <laughs> See, that's what I'm <laughs> talking I went, about. I think I went to bed about four or five, and 
they may have been three. And then I think he come him and dad come strolling in about five. They were they were they celebrated that one pretty good. He got up the next morning. Chad Thrash had some some green moonshine or something. Oh gosh. And uh he ended up he gave us a jar of it and when I went to bed Brian hadn't drank that much of it and uh he got up the next morning he sleeps up over the cab of the truck and he leaned over there and he looked like a caveman, you know, with his hair all stood up and he said, That jar ain't no joke. In my <laughs> head feels like it's about to blow off. <laughs> and uh yeah, so it's you and my dad, they're going to stay out. They're going to be the life of the party most of the time when we go off. Well, sounds like I've been, sounds like I've been hanging out with the wrong people. I think we, we found a new yeah. uh, new trailer to go hang out with. <laughs> yeah. you, go, go, you find them, too. Uh, uh, they've you, got a new thing. They try not to leave the trailer too much, but they end up doing it. But, uh, yeah, you find them, too. There's definitely going to be some beer drinking involved. I saw Brian Wednesday up there at the Dream, and he was uh, – and I hollered at him, and man, he was stone cold sober at eleven o'clock at night, and I couldn't believe it. But that just what I'm saying is, <laughs> that's, that's what, I, what I'm saying is, that he was horrible. taking. He's gonna listen to this. He's like, man, yeah. everybody thinks I'm a drunk. Man. No, I don't mean it like that. But I'm saying he, that's how serious he was taking because he knew how much work he had to do on that Thursday there. Whenever y'all had to run all that qualifying and racing and everything, but I, but I guess I just expect him to be partying like we all were. I guess. Oh yeah, that's they. Uh, let's see what Wednesday night was. That's the night it rained out, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Uh, I took uh, my dad and went, and I took two other guys with me. One of them's been off racing with me a lot. And you got to watch him too when he goes off. He'll get out of hand in a hurry. <laughs> but uh, the other guy, he's never been off racing much. He's just been to like local shows around Cochrane and Swainsboro. He's never been to a big show like that. And uh. Like I, I tell them, I was like, "Look, y'all get, y'all get out and get acting crazy." I was like, "Y'all, y'all are grown. Y'all, y'all, you know, y'all have yourself. I'm not gonna babysit you. Cause I, right. I'll drink beer, but like we're racing, I don't drink a whole lot. Like I, you know, I feel like I need to be doing my job and not had something hinder me. So I'll have four or five, and I'll probably, you know, go to bed or whatever. Uh, but that night there, after it rained out, I was like, "All right, they all kind of right there to go. We're not gonna stay out tonight. We're gonna just drink a few. We're going to bed." I was like, listen, y'all, listen, y'all, y'all be up all night. And sure enough, they come to bed early. I couldn't believe it. Yep, I saw them when they were headed back for sure. And I just, like I said, I like, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. But anyways, that we need to get Brian on here one day though. He'd, he'd probably do. He'd probably enjoy this doing he's this too, podcast. He's too busy doing graphics right now. He could put us on speakerphone while they're printing. Yeah, you better have the bleep button ready. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, on a serious note, though, I mean, we were, you know, mentioned Eldor there. I mean, you, uh, I mean, you didn't really, I mean, I don't guess it was nothing to write home about, but like we said earlier, you did learn a lot and you got to go up against the heavy hitters and you made both of those preliminary features. So that was, um, I, I mean, I guess we've done hit on it, but it really does, it, it shows that it paid off for you to go up there and do that trip and then come back and follow it up with a win the next weekend. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, you know, it's cool just to get the get the chance to go to Eldor. We went to that flow race, but you know that they had a lot of weather and that dirt and all was just it was bad deal, bad timing for everybody really. But other than Larson that won that night, but uh, you know it's cool to be, get on that big stage and just to say you went to you know you wanted to, you run the dream in a million you know in the same week. That was it was cool to be able to go do that. And we. You know, we learned a lot, and we uh, 
obviously we learned some we come back home and won so uh we just keep we're gonna keep working at it and try to get better on them big stages and try to try to you know one day be be one of those big guys the, the um the neatest picture i saw probably from that whole weekend was that picture of that restart somebody took up from up on top of the tower and you're way outside of the <laughs> box up there did, did they say anything about that no when i done it i was waiting on them to tell me to stay in line but they never said anything and we couldn't ever take off good that weekend so i was like you know what i'm just going to the fence i'm going straight to the cushion i'm gonna find me something to restart on here i'm gonna get me a good start and i think i did get a pretty good start and i think i'm thinking i get back to one and i smacked the wall and gave it all back up when i got down there so it really didn't do me no good doing it all but uh it was a, it was a very cool picture uh i remember like i think longhorn shared it on facebook and i was like that's a cool picture. I zoomed in. I was like, oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that was a cool picture. And you were throwing dust on all those people up there before the before the cars were even at speed. Uh, I'm sure I got dirt in that beer. That probably upset them. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't sell a T-shirt that night. Yeah, so, I didn't sell a shirt at Eldor. I took all these shirts with me and didn't sell a shirt. Dang so out, out. I've been used to I, 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 I was going to say, well, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I outdid you on T-shirt sales then. I sold three. Dang. <laughs> so I took, I was in Colton's rig with his car and I had all my stuff in there. Well, this week, I said, Dan, I need to take my shirts to Magnolia. Like, we've run good over there. People might recognize my car and they might come buy some shirts. Because right now, my shirts, my 14 shirts, I just, I don't have any 19 stuff yet. And I've been in work in progress. I just ain't done it. Well, but I said, I need to get them shirts out if I'm going to go over there. You know, I might sell some. I get about halfway to Magnolia and I think, I forgot to grab them shirts. I think myself, oh, I probably won't sell none anyway. That'd be all right. Saturday, like six people come by wanting to buy shirts. Oh. Well, <laughs> I guess y'all just have to message me on Facebook and I'll, you know, I can mail them to you, but I forgot, I forgot all about them. Yeah, and then they was really. <laughs> do what? I was gonna say. Then they get home and they they forget that they was wanting one. You gotta That's you gotta right. have it right then. It's an impulse buy them shirts. That's right, and then it's see the, all this <laughs> shirt stuff. I done it couple years ago and i done it all on my own and i said i'm i'm not doing it anymore like my mom can do it or whatever i'm not doing it anymore well my girlfriend now she's like i want to get some shirts i said look you get some shirts i'm not having no part of it i'm, I'm absolutely out on it. it's too much work <laughs> she's like, i'll take care of it, all this stuff so really it's on her it's not really on me but yeah well she can make some money off your name yeah and that's what happens when you win now see now you're people know who you are you swept the weekend at magnolia so now now that he's been on, now that he's on this podcast too. I mean, oh my goodness, yeah. they'll be calling you after she's they hear this. To, she better double up that order <laughs> next time. Well, I, I tried to tell her from the get go. I said, "Hey, when you get this first short, shirt order in, let's put them on the website. That way, everybody just goes to the website, does it, you know, buys them there, and they just emails you, and then you just ship it out." No, nah, I'm gonna do it off Facebook. Said, All right, whatever. So about the second order she get by us. I ain't. I, I think we need to put it all on this website. <laughs> Tried to tell you that the first time, but we still hadn't done it yet. Yeah, just been too busy to sit down and get it all sorted out. But yeah, that's a. Uh, there are a lot of work. I saw. Uh, I saw where you've got those uh, like Yeti cups on there with your graphics and all that on. Those are pretty cool on your website for merchandise. Yeah, that Speedy guy that does all that stuff. For everybody, uh, he lives. 10, 15 minutes from me. Him and my dad actually graduated school together. So uh, if we get ready to go to big shows sometimes, he'll text me. You going here? I'm like, yeah. 
He's like, can you take some stuff for me? I bet I took 10 boxes down door for him. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll, he'll have, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to let you do it for free. And he'll give me a little money or whatever, but I don't mind it. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, well, so we, we talked about uh, you're wanting to get up to, to Fairbury again and maybe Cedar Lake. Is there anything else that you're looking forward to maybe this year? Like, I, I looked around at this kind of like on dirt on dirt, it's a little monthly schedule thing today. I, I know that Batesville, like the normal, I can know it normally takes forever, but the topless always seems like it'd be pretty cool to go to one time. I've never been to it. I think you're uh, doing good looked, there. I favor you. I, it it kind of looks like it was something about be up my alley. Uh, it's all according to really what work looks like, too. Like, I say work looks like. I work for the government, so I really, I kind of get to do a whole lot of kind of what I want to do, but I also don't want to get in trouble. So, uh, I've missed a pretty good minute of days already this year. They're listening to but, this. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That'd be all right. Uh, <laughs> well, your boss just fell over on a bike, so I think you'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, uh, he did. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I, there's a few of them I'm sure we'll, when they come get closer, we'll probably try to hit. I don't, I get terrible at scheduling stuff. Like, I've got a little schedule on my, fa- on my website, but it's just kind of some stuff thrown together. Yeah, just something that's, some of them I've hit. Most of them I've hit that, uh, like I'm, uh, I think I got the North South on there. I've never been there. I want to go. I'd like to go there. I've been pretty good tearing the deck out of it. So it looks like I could do that there. Yeah. Just follow yeah, Josh, Josh Rice. Rice is yep. good there. Yeah. Yep. Just follow him. So, He'll rip it out. Just follow so, him. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll, uh, there's some, I'm sure there's some bigger ones we'll end up hitting. Just ain't quite sure yet. Well, 10 four. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, Probably about my last question, Adam asked there too. I was going to ask you the same thing. So that's good to hear what's on the horizon from you. And congratulations on your win there at Magnolia this weekend. And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. But before we let you go, I'll let you uh, thank your sponsors. Yeah, I'm going to, I got to thank them on the JCM car too. Uh, Yellow Hammer Construction, Torco. Uh, They've been, uh, he's put me on the stage. I can get to go race some bigger shows and then my own stuff. Uh, 5M Construction, Last Air and Electrical, uh, Top Knots, of course, uh, Integra, uh, let's see, Horn Remodeling. <laughs> These gnats are tearing me up. Um, man, there's a, there's a lot of people that, behind the scenes that help out that don't really like their name being put out there. Uh, I, you know, I can't say thank you enough to all of them that, but, you know, allowed me to get there. They've been a lot of them been there from the get go, and uh, maybe we can keep rolling. That's right. Absolutely, will. Well, uh, like I said, we appreciate you for coming on this podcast, and I hope this is the first of uh, many appearances here on the Forward Bike Podcast. And uh, you keep winning, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep getting you on here. All righty, bud. I appreciate y'all. Thanks, right. bud. Thanks, Have will. a good evening. That was Will Harrington on the Forward Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong, here with Adam Logan. Thanks to Will Harrington, and we'll see you next time.